1: My name's Catherine Carr and this is season two of Relatively, the podcast all about potentially the longest relationships of your life. The
2: first scan that they had, we were so aligned that they could only see one baby.
1: Oh. <laughs> I'll be bringing siblings together to talk about the connections they have as adults, as well as what it was like growing up together. This week we're talking to the singer Hannah Moxon. Hello. Oh, hi Hannah. Hello. Hi. hi. <laughs> And her very similar sounding sister, Naomi Moxon, who's the youngest by a minute. <laughs> it is a bit weird.
2: <laughs> we are always the top of each other's lists, like in post. <laughs> so and everyone's just okay with it, aren't they? Yeah, I think yeah, that's exactly how I do. That's exactly it, Brian. Mm. Yeah.
1: But I'll also talk to them separately to get a more private take on the relationship.
2: I think sometimes some people have said that when it comes to like jokes I'm a bit slow and (laughs) Hannah's maybe a little bit quicker at getting the joke I'm like oh right you don't want your twin to feel sad at all of course and we knew exactly what we were going through because they were doing it to both of us so we could really sympathize
1: brothers and sisters are never straightforward Sopranos Naomi and Hannah perform under the name Classical Reflection. Brit-nominated and no stranger to the classical charts, the two women gained national attention after appearing on the TV programme The Voice in 2015. We talk about that, about tough schools, driving tests, parental encouragement and advice for how not to react to identical twins that you meet. We also address the elephant in the room.
2: Hello! Hello! We're back. Oh, hi. We're back. We're both back.
1: (laughs) And this is going to be where I really can't tell you apart.
2: (laughs) Oh, don't worry. Well, I think, have I got slightly, what would you say that's different about my voice, Naomi? I don't know. People just say what slightly different voices. Would you say so? Can you tell our voices apart?
1: But Naomi started by describing the quite rare kind of twins that they are. Yes,
2: we're, we're mirror twins. Um, so it's basically like identical twins, but everything's sort of on the opposite side. So I write with my left and Hannah writes with her right. And whenever we had our, obviously our baby teeth all coming through, they would fall out on the opposite side, sort of oh. um, in turn and stuff like that. So it was everything was on the opposite.
1: And so does that actually, apart from teeth and eyes, and which yeah. is a little bit odd, but weird yeah. and wonderful, does it yeah. also kind of continue into your sense of... Self. like, do you sort of feel like you've been peeled apart from the other half of you? Yeah. Or is that too grim? Yeah,
2: I think so. We were actually, well, at one point, I suppose you were. We were one person, so I think it's like having a one soul that's been put into two bodies. That's what I
1: always like to think. How much do you mind being seen as Hanomi, like an yeah. entity? Because Naomi described it as being like one soul, two bodies.
2: Yes, I definitely agree with that. Yes, we do. You? Yes, and to be honest, we. We don't have a problem with people sort of grouping us together. I think the issue we sometimes have is when people will say about differences, just strangers will come up to us and say, I know the difference. It's because you've got a fat face and you haven't. Or you're the what you've got a bigger nose, you've got a big nose, and you haven't and on oh my word, honestly, people especially when we were growing up, that used to be a real sore point <laughs> um because sometimes things that you are a bit you know aware of yourself, people would just come up and and, and pointed out to you people don't even who don't even know us um, like it's a
1: sort of game I yeah spot the that's game.
2: exactly it exactly and we know it happens to other twins because yeah we've said oh are you like jokingly we'll say well you the you know the fat twin and they'd say oh yeah they're always the fat twin like that was actually something that we thought it's easier if people group us together because then they don't you know point out things that maybe we are maybe aware of ourselves, if that makes sense. So, Mm. yeah. Mm.
1: (laughs) Do you think it's funny? This has nothing to do with being a sibling, but Mm. I'm tall, really quite tall for a woman. Um, And I think twins maybe comes in a similar category to tallness that people think you can't possibly object to it and you're sort of public property. That's exactly it.
2: And I think they think that it will make us feel like we're individuals like they want they really so badly want to be able to tell us apart and some people have actually put us next to each other said i'll stand next to each other and then they'll they'll glance they'll look there's a moment of silence where they're like looking from one to the other to try and find something that they can say oh that's that's different about you
1: i wonder um how you would describe naomi
2: well there's so many things i could describe about naomi um i think she's so caring. She's very, very caring, very kind, always has time for people. She is generous with her time, always go over and above what she needs to do, mm-hmm. and so thoughtful. She maybe is a bit of an overthinker. <laughs> um, maybe, yeah, a little bit of an overthinker, maybe, a tiny bit. A lot. A lot of an overthinker, overanalyzes maybe a little bit too much. And the best twin, just the best person I know. That's what I'd say. Definitely.
1: <laughs> so you've basically just described each other identically.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's the problem, <laughs> isn't it? Because we're so similar. and it does feel like when you're saying compliments, you do feel a bit you like you're, just, you're, you're you being feel a bit like you're just like being a, a bit, bit worrying that you don't want to describe like, yourself, like your own qualities. Co- yeah, your own you don't want to see big headed. Like I'm I'm just yeah, do you know what I mean? Even like, though it's about the other one. Yeah. So that's okay.
1: Is there anything where you would say you're more fiery, more patient, more forgiving um, more greedy more is there anything that you're more or less than
2: um, than Hannah I, I I think probably maybe it's the different circumstances so I think say when we're performing sometimes Hannah can be a little bit more nervous just before we go on and I probably make sure that we're feeling okay and confident what would I say? Like pull your shoulders back, and I say, like if you just look proud, say, just look so says, proud look proud and confident, proud and, confident, and like... then you'll be proud and confident. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it does help. Just yeah, no, definitely, definitely helps. Yeah, even just for the song, then you can go back to not being so confident afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> but Hannah's Hannah's great at organizing like daily life and so maybe maybe Hannah's slightly more organized than me and some people have said that when it comes to like jokes I'm a bit slow in like p- picking up a joke <laughs> and Hannah's maybe a little bit quicker at getting the joke and I'm like oh right those are maybe some of the differences that I've I've found <laughs> I mean Naomi's very organized too but I'm just a bit slower no I, I don't think you're slow no you're not slow don't no 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 you're not slow it's just that I'm <laughs> One of us has to be even more organised than the other, don't they? True. Yeah, exactly.
1: So that leads me on to a question then about education and kind of, do you feel like you're equally clever and did you find things equally easy and equally hard at school?
2: We're really similar when it comes to sort of academics and we, we picked all the same subjects and everything like that. So like all throughout our schooling. But when we got to secondary school, we had a really tough time at school. We were both bullied quite badly, and I think that's when probably academically we went down a little bit <laughs> because we weren't we just weren't weren't very happy.
1: What were you bullied for? If you don't mind me asking, um,
2: I think to be honest with you, I still don't really, I still don't really even know. I think it's we were quite different, obviously because being twins is quite unusual. That's an easy target to be picked mm. on. It was a tough time, tough school. And we only had each other as our our only friends, really. At early secondary school, we really are so thankful that we were twins in that scenario.
1: But what does it feel like if the twin, if your twin is like the other half of you? You've just said mm. it's like one soul, two bodies. So yes. you feel really similar, and you might respond similarly. So if you saw Hannah being upset by what was going on at school, yes. did that almost feel? worse than if it was happening to you or just like it was happening to you yeah
2: it it was awful actually I mean um I used I used to have a really awful time in some of my classes that um one particular boy who used to pick on me every single every single day and um Hannah used to find that really hard because I obviously used to tell her about it afterwards but we used to go and sit in the library and eat her lunch in there um oh, like behind all the bookshelves <laughs> At the start of school, they put us in different, like separate classes. We used to worry a lot about how the other one was coping in, you know, with it all. And it helped a lot once once we were in the same class. We were there as sort of a, a moral support, I think. But at the start, I think it was hard because you know you you don't want your twin to feel sad at all, of course. But probably those people never would know that we had such a bad time and I think it made us who we are now I think we never would change it because I think it really helps to make you such a strong person and yeah I think we had each other there to get through it together
1: and whose idea was it to get you to sing is your mum musical or your dad musical
2: yeah I think well our our mum loves music and she always took us to little sing for fun groups when we were little Mm. and we used to just love it so much it was like our favorite thing it was, it was like preschool children but we remember it so vividly even now our dad was always a singer he uh, used to sing in his church choir and then he became like a chorister he had such a beautiful voice when he was like a, a little boy but obviously when his voice broke it wasn't cool for boys you know to sing and he yeah. stopped singing unfortunately <laughs> think and at our local church they had like an adult choir but we said oh we'd really love to be in the choir and we went and asked the lady who ran it can we be in the adult choir and she said oh we're too young and, but she mm. said you know we can make a children's choir for you and so us and, and one of our friends joined and there was literally three of us in the choir <laughs> and that was um and that was it yeah we can't remember how good we all were we, pro- we probably were well we were all so little it probably wasn't very good but they were all so lovely about it it was a lovely memory, actually, that one.
1: <laughs> and was that one of your first sort of performing memories?
2: Yeah, I think it actually was probably the first, yeah, the first thing we ever sung in front of, like, a big group of people. no. <laughs> We used to have the same singing teacher that we used to go to on Friday uh, evenings and she was so amazing. She was the best, just the best singing teacher ever. We were so shy when we first went and she she was like, oh come on, she was like a little bit louder, a little bit louder <laughs> and um, that was like our total relaxation time. But No one knew that we did singing because um, we, were, we were too shy to sort of Put ourselves out there, but we changed secondary school subsequently, and then we just sung all the time. We did it in front of school, and that just helped enormously with our confidence.
1: What about your mum and dad's encouragement when, you know, your second secondary school that you swapped to, which yeah. I know was much more kind of conducive to yeah. giving you confidence to perform and stuff. Yeah. What, did your mum at any point sort of say, you know, girls, yeah. uh, this could be something?
2: Yeah they sort of encouraged us so much and I think at the start I think our parents were just so happy that we were enjoying school again I don't think they really thought too much um past that but I remember at the first secondary school that we that we went to the bad one um I remember they had a careers day and they said oh what would you like to be when you're older and we said we'd like to be singers I remember remember the teacher saying um that's not a real job you don't pick a real job and that really stuck with us so I think really until second school I don't even think we even considered it a, a viable job at all like I don't think we had that in our heads yeah. that that's something we could do that's well fun. years later we went back to the school the bad one because um someone we knew a family friend had um, their daughter had a, an audition um at the school so we went with her and um, and we saw the man who said and we it, told and him. we did we did tell him <laughs> we didn't have to say it because we thought you know we was gonna gotta just say gonna say it. Go for it. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and
1: 365-day returns. So what was the difference then between standing on stage in your newer, I'm guessing, slightly (laughs) kinder secondary school and sort of belting out a song and people going, hey, wow, that's amazing, compared to sitting in the library eating your sandwiches behind a (laughs) A shelf of books because that does yeah. paint really quite a it's quite an upsetting image really yeah,
2: yeah it I, I feel like um if we go back and give ourselves a hug we probably would we moved and it literally changed within that year the the teachers were really encouraging and they would they heard us sing the music teacher and she was like oh you've got to perform you know you're really great we just felt really supported all the classmates were just so encouraging they actually lent us a sound system because the mayor at the time had seen us perform and she invited us to go and sing at one of her like gala dinners (laughs) and um, they were like I'll take some of our sound equipment and just go and do it and so that's how it started really and then we auditioned for the voice and then that's where it all changed We did feel like okay maybe this is going to work now we do feel very proud of how we created our own careers really we do feel proud of that we do feel we? really proud mm-hmm. yeah and it's such a good fun time as well it's not you know of course it's a lot of heart it's a lot of hard work and you don't get sort of opportunities given to us at all really no, it's, it's really- all all going out and creating them or finding them ourselves and a lot of Mm. yeah knocking on doors so once you get that result it feels even better because you've done it yourself yeah um I feel that's that's a good it's a great feeling when that happens
1: What happens immediately afterwards? Your mum and dad were there sort of yeah. hugging off stage and then That's... things must have changed quite oh. a bit after that. And um, we did
2: have quite a lot of people sort of contact us about representation, but we did go meet quite a few, but it wasn't probably... it wasn't great no it wasn't great we actually we finished up thinking you know it's it's better you can do it that, completely on, on our yeah, own yeah we you don't we, okay. like, we haven't got a record label or anything and we've released of our own music independently we've found it to be a lot better to have control over it than than to not have control yeah. over it so we've, and these days you know we you can chart you can go into the classical charts absolutely fine you know on your own you don't actually need a record label to do it um mm. it was a little bit tri- more tricky wasn't it it's wasn't more we... tricky but actually but it was totally fine and so yeah I think I think that's what we found straight afterwards and we came off um but yeah we, we decided to sort of do it independently which was I think a, good a good, really good choice for us
1: but I mean like Brit nominated and charting in the classical charts and six million views on YouTube and performing at huge events alongside really well-known singers at prestigious venues that is those are big results
2: we do feel lucky even though we know we've we have put in quite a lot of work behind the scenes we do feel also Mm. it's there is an element of feeling really lucky um and you know we're very very, very grateful for it that's 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 the word isn't it we're very grateful so yeah those sort of those big events we sort of look back at when we were younger yeah, yeah thinking how what's happened in that time like yeah um, all those years so yeah we were very lucky for sure
1: could you do it by yourself either of you no oh,
2: oh no 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 definitely not <laughs> no, no I think I think it would be so weird doing it by ourselves yeah I think we need this we need like the support don't we yes and the moral support as well as also the singing support Both. Like, yeah I imagine it would be quite lonely going from sort of event to event, um, just being like a solo singer, because I suppose you don't really have any colleagues, whereas we have each other as our own colleagues, which I mm. feel um, makes it not a lonely job. So, yeah, absolutely not. We couldn't do it without no. each other, could we? No.
1: <laughs> so if you were put in separate classes in the first bad school, which I really love the fact we're calling it the bad school. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the bad school. So you put in separate classes then and then you were back together, and then you did the voice and now you do events you dress the same together and you're each other's colleagues and you keep each other going do you look forward and imagine a time when you won't be together all the time or do you do do you prepare for that eventuality that one of you might move away Um, or things might change I mean I think I think
2: change probably I think it happens very gradually so I think it probably wouldn't and I think at some point our singing careers we're aware that you know of course there's a bit of a shelf life on singing, on singing yeah, generally and, we, and also especially like we know yeah I think we sort of we're quite aware of that and also we we both want to be mums we do um mm. very badly and I think once you know when that happens I think then that's a different whole scenario again yeah um but I think for this time in our lives we're you know, and obviously we're, we're always going to be this close, um, but we don't know how, how long the singing career will continue. But obviously we hope for a while longer it will be great. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, um, but we, do, we are aware, yeah, that this type of career definitely has a shelf life. For sure.
1: But I just wonder with relationships and things, do um, people that you have relationships with romantically, do they know that uh, they're, they're sharing you a little bit?
2: Oh, yeah, I mean, I would say we, we are always um, the top of each other's lists, like, in priority. <laughs> Um And that will never change. Like, no one come will ever between. come between us. No, I know all twins say that, but genuinely, we are the top of each other's priority list. And I think everyone else just knows that they come down further on the list <laughs> than, than each other. And everyone's just okay with it, aren't they? Yeah, I think, yeah, that's exactly how it is. That's exactly it, Brian. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> But not in a mean way. But obviously, I think when it when it's your twin, it's just like a it's, it's a lo- it's like it's a love like no other. You just can't compare it to any other yeah. love. That's what I think. Exactly. Yeah. So I think everybody knows that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: do you know when people listen to this podcast they're going to think I've done really really bad editing because one of you starts and then the other one finishes a sentence so it's going to sound like I've spliced together two (laughs) things and it isn't it's the same voice almost but finishing each other no No, I like it it I love it no I'm enjoying it so much so what's your ambition then or or what's the thing that you think yeah when that happens then we'll be high-fiving each other like <laughs> Hanomi will have made
3: it.
2: <laughs> um, We'd love to sing at the Rabbit Hall again, uh, yes. another event. We'd like to release um, some more songs. We'd love to sing on like a game or like a film soundtrack at some yes. point. It would be oh, really yeah. cool. Um, and also, this is a bit of like a strange one, but it's one that because we grew up bre- watching this show, but we'd love to be on Songs of Praise. Oh. our grandma like used to watch every single week, and we, we were in the choir. it been uh, like eight uh, or something. Yeah, maybe even less than eight. Maybe about seven. We watched like a live Songs of Praise, and we saw this boy singing. He must have been like probably about twelve. He sung on the show. That was the first time we thought, huh maybe we could like we'd love to do that we'd love to do that like we'd love to sing up there that's amazing he was really incredible wasn't yeah. he and since then we just always wanted to do it it's been like a it's been a real goal <laughs> a real goal of ours our songs of praise yeah.
1: yeah. such a sunday tea time um, sort of grandma viewing yeah, <laughs> yeah. and two final questions what's your go-to karaoke song if you have one <gasps>
2: Oh um, my god. I'd say a reach 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 for the Stars. stars mess of seven. Mess of seven. Or a Dion, on um, um My Heart Will Go On. Yeah. Or It's All Coming Back to Me Now. <laughs>
1: yeah. Have you ever had the um experience of going up on stage in a karaoke place and just blowing people's minds? Oh, we
2: did it once. We find karaoke quite quite awkward because I feel like with karaoke you sort of have to be not not bad but I feel like do, you have, really? you, so you just get up and actually try and you look like, like you're trying too hard it doesn't look funny but we did the, we did do karaoke once and we went camping didn't we, yeah, we with did. our friends And we were like 17 and we we're like yay yeah, we was like living our best lives yeah <laughs> and um we got him and did karaoke and we sung if I can't help falling in love with you, didn't can't we? Help fall in can't help falling in love with you, you. yeah. And it was a bit... It, was, it wasn't It was funny. Like, it just... It, we only ever did it once, because it just wasn't funny. And we thought, that that just wasn't fun. Like, <laughs> it just wasn't great. We were just, We thought, no, never again. So we just leave it up to our friends to do it. Yeah. we will watch, and we will clap, and we will and scream cheer them
3: and on. cheer
1: them on. The final one is a new question I've added to the list of yeah. ones, which I will ask from now on, on Relatively, which is, what was the one thing you weren't allowed to do as kids, which is slightly unusual or particular to you so for example when I was younger and I'm a lot older than you I was not allowed to watch Grange Hill because it was about quite a rough comprehensive oh, my my husband wasn't allowed to watch Dukes of Hazard after no. one of his friends got out of their new car window without opening the door because oh he copied gosh. it oh my so I wonder what little rule your family might have had that's um, particular to I, well, your household this isn't like a rule but it is quite funny
2: looking back on it we weren't allowed to watch Aladdin the second aladdin because it was a pg until we were like um i think we were, had to be six before we were allowed to watch it i think yeah we remember counting down the days to our sixth birthday so we could watch aladdin two. <laughs> that was something i remember do you remember that i remember that it wasn't actually that scary there's nothing scary about it but our <laughs> parents used to watch all like the films to check we wouldn't be like traumatized by we, used it. Write, we used to whine. Mean, we used to you know we obviously it was videos we used mm-hmm. to I remember Lion King. You in the bit where Mufasa dies. We oh, used to so make sad. we used to make our mum like skip forward on the video. To, well, like, you know, we'd be crying time. every time. So <laughs> we, we still, still cry. Yeah, but that film still makes us cry every time. <laughs> every time. That
1: is trauma. I mean, I give you that. That's real trauma. Mufasa well, dying. it's a lovely real film. Real
2: It's an amazing film, <laughs> isn't it? But just very sad. <laughs> the new the new one, we cried so hard in the cinema. It was actually embarrassing. Like, it was so <laughs> people could hear us. It was just so embarrassing. <laughs>
1: Thank you to Naomi and to Hannah, and thank you too for listening. Do you know what, no, do you know what she said that she could do to you to wind you up? What?
2: What did she say?
1: She said you could criticise your driving.
2: Oh, yeah. See, yeah. See, I feel that would annoy her too if I said, if I criticised her driving. I feel like we have got it down to fine art. Like, if we, if we wanted to annoy each other, we just know exactly what to say. And I think all siblings do. We both passed our tests on the same day. I actually sat in the back of the car as Hannah passed her test. Did you? (laughs) I actually did. I sat in the back for Hannah's and Hannah sat in the back for mine. (laughs) That's so extreme. Um, it, was, it was quite extreme twinness, wasn't it? That is quite extreme, <laughs> like twinning.
1: To see some really sweet pictures of Hannah and Naomi, to find out more about the podcast, head to relativelypodcast.com. Coming up in the last few episodes of season two, before we have a break for Christmas, one half of the Scummy Mummies Helen Thorne and her composer brother John, Bobby Seagull and his brother and designer Sophie Robinson. If you've been enjoying season two, please do rate, review, and subscribe wherever you find your podcasts, or even better, just recommend us to your brother or your sister. There's a good tradition of love and hate. Staying by the fireside, there's a good tradition of love and hate. stay by the fireside, no rain may fall. Your father's calling you, you still feel safe inside, only your mom's too proud. Your brother's
3: ignoring you, you still feel safe inside of Was it solo? Was it yesterday? Was it...